0: but I'm, I wanted to move away from all that negativity and start focusing on um, Tartaria because there's, there's, I think it's like the master red pill. It contains everything in it. And uh, surprisingly, no one really knows what it is when I bring it up to them. It really makes sense that if they could make fake news today and have a purpose behind it, they want to control us, they're going to have an easier time making fake news of yesterday.
1: There are so many supplements out there. It's confusing what's best for optimizing your health beyond getting your basic nutrition. If there's one vital ingredient for optimal health, it's carbon 60. Why? Because carbon 60 is the world's most effective supplement at reducing inflammation and increasing longevity. Inflammation is a major contributing factor of almost all disease, including Alzheimer's, asthma, cancer, heart disease, obesity, and COVID vaccine injury. If you are serious about your health, try carbon 60. Be careful though, not all carbon 60 supplements are equal. I recommend Carbon 60 by Live Longer Labs, the scientists who first brought you Carbon 60 that was suitable for human consumption. They were also first to bring you Carbon 60 in pill form, first to incorporate black seed oil and curcumin, and first to incorporate frequency technology that gives you full spectrum health. You can be confident that you will be buying the absolute best. Buy or learn more with the link below or go to sarahwessel.com under shop welcome to business game changers i'm sarah westall and today for you conspiracy theorists out there i have a treat for you i have nick Elviar, and he is doing a probably more than 10 part series on tartaria and he and we get into tartaria which is really fast i think there's something to this all the maps that are out there i know somebody met somebody just a few weeks ago that grew up in romania as um, she's probably in her late sixties, but when she was in high school, they learned about Tartaria, and no longer do people learn about it. So I really believe in all the maps and stuff. There's something behind this, and I think they could do that. I think that our the way they did operate with COVID, the way that they're just they've gotten everybody convinced that CO2, which is plant food, is needs to be reduced for popular, you know, for global warming, and they're going nuts on that. Yeah, we have a pollution problem, and yeah, we have issues with species going extinct, but it's not CO2. I mean, if you can convince everybody that plant food is bad for the planet, you can convince people of anything. I mean, my God. So that's why Tartaria, if you you start realizing what they do with COVID and everything else, they would do something like this. But he gets into all sorts of other stuff. So we talk about Tartaria, and then we talk about some of his other projects. Super interesting and then, um, and especially if you are into conspiracies in some way, and that's what I say, conspiracies are, a lot of them end up being true or there's elements of truth to it. And some of it is just creative thinking by those who are very creative, right? I mean, that's the difference. It's, it's, a, it's a spectrum of truth. A lot of these conspiracy theories that we were, we were all accused of as being conspiracy theorists, they're true. And then it's the combination of truth and creativity. But uh, it makes it fun because it is an adventure of figuring out what the heck is really happening. But there is something about Tartaria. And so I really think it's a fun and interesting, and it probably points to a lot of issues that we have in society now as far as the fact that we're based, our our history is a fraud. I mean, it's just not true. And so what is the truth of our history? And we can dive in and figure out what it really is. So this is uh, kind of eclectic conversation because we get into Tartaria then we kind of get diverted into a couple of his other projects because they were just like wow I want to hear about it and then we get back into Tartaria and a little bit and kind of end it with what he's he's doing. And it's just a fun conversation. I hope you go to his website at goodlion.tv. You can go there. He has a bunch of free movies and he has other a membership too, because he has to pay for his all his movies that he creates. And so he has a combination for people. If you want to become a member or just watch free, he'll talk about that. But for my work, most of my work is free. You can get it at sarahwestall.com. You can also uh, join that, join my newsletter or at sarahwestall.substack.com. Most of my work is free. I do have a membership segment for my Substack members where I'm doing exclusives and exclusive articles and stuff. So if you want to be part of that, sign up for my membership there and remember to support my affiliates. That's how I keep all my my stuff coming out. I pay for myself with my affiliates and you can find that at sarahwestall.com under shop. Okay, let's get into this interesting conversation with Nick. LVR. Hi, Nick. Welcome to the show.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on.
1: You have this amazing, is it an eight part or 10 part series? You got to explain it of the Uh, Tartarian Empire, which has always been or has been in the last, I don't know, four years since people started talking about a super interesting topic for me personally, and I think for a lot of our listeners. Can you explain your series, and at a high level, and we're going to dive right into it, at a high level of what it is?
0: Sure, absolutely. Uh, The series is actually an ambitious undertaking I'm, I'm pursuing by um, turning in, I'm turning these books into documentaries. So um, I think it's David Lee <clears throat> is the author who did about, well, let's see, I got them here. Okay. So the first one I ever read was pretty much blew me away. And it's what this first series is based on. And it's, um, it's all about Tartaria and what basically he titles, he titles it, uh, Everything, everything you've been taught is a lie. And the way I ended up with this book at first was, um, uh, it was an Instagram reel that someone was just flipping through the pages. And so I, I shared it and then it blew up my page and I immediately knew like, okay, people really want to know more about Tartaria.
1: Yes, they do.
0: Yeah. And so I ended up buying the book for a friend. And if uh, nobody knows who I am, I'm a J 6 J6er who went to jail for it for 45 days. And then I came out and um, ended up going back to jail for 20 days for a probation violation for moving. And when I was in jail the second time, I had that book and I read that entire book in about four days. And when when I came out, I knew I was going to make it into a documentary and I knew that it was going to take me some time. And then uh, I, I linked up with the author and he sent me three other books that he has written. So this could be a, a more than a 10 part series, just considering part one is basically a chapter or two out of probably 15. So um it's been fun to to figure out a way to bring this this content to people through the way I make movies. And um it's just gonna be so big. <clears throat> There's so much to cover. And the first step, First episode I did is 30 minutes. But I think the next one could be about an hour. And uh yeah, yeah, uh, we can show the trailer on here too and everything. If
1: you- oh, I'd love to play I'll play the trailer at the beginning or if you you know send it to me. Yeah. But okay, so it's a, it's the beginning of August. How many series has come out or how many episodes at this point has come out? Just one. Uh first one. Okay, and how often are you planning on putting out the episodes?
0: Once a month so uh once a month okay yeah it's pretty much my main project now uh i've made 56 films in the last three years and um I, I, some people know pervy Wood. i've made the Purvywood series which exposes a lot of uh corruption in in dc and in hollywood but i'm i wanted to move away from all that negativity and start yeah. focusing on um tartaria because there's there's I think it's like the master red pill. It contains everything in it. And uh surprisingly no one really knows what it is when I bring it up to them.
1: Yeah, it's amazing because I, regardless of whether it was just an ancient let's say it was an ancient you're going to give us more information here, but let's say it's even just basically an ancient empire that wasn't just that wasn't that advanced. I say there's nothing special about them other than the fact that this ancient empire just even that fact is provable so no matter where you go on this tartarian spectrum of what you think it was you can't deny that there was something here right i mean because you can see all the maps you see all this stuff yeah
0: exactly and uh that was the most fun i had making making this first series uh i found a really I think it's uh, David Ramsey. I can't remember the name of, of, uh, he's a map collector. And if you go to his website, you can get high definition maps that are sometimes from 1400. And um, it's something you can't deny when you see so many maps with Tartary. You got different types of uh, uh, Tartarian sectors throughout the whole world. Most people think that it was just Eastern Russia. That's actually what I thought when I first got into it. But it's actually all over the world. The 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 remnants of Tartaria even make it here to the, or I don't know. Yeah, yeah, to the United States. You're in the United States.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> well, the east, like the a, western United States was Tartaria when I saw it on maps.
0: Mm-hmm, exactly. Yeah, the United States actually was uh, India superior. And if you start studying more about Tartaria, you find out that a lot of Indian culture uh stems from it uh the the language that tartarians used was arabic and sanskrit so it really makes you wonder um why didn't we hear about this civilization why did they take it out of the history books that's my biggest um motivating factor in bringing all this out is like hey what are they hiding from us because i know they hide a lot so that's yeah that's pretty much i mean didn't we
1: kind of just Didn't we learn a big red pill over the last three years at a, I mean, we, those of us who really study can, and can see that there's hidden stuff, but it seems like it's just not in your face, but in it was in your face with this election and with COVID over the last three or four years. So it's now it's like, okay, well, you just proved to me that you're willing to go all the way and lying.
0: Exactly. And they've done it before. In the book or in the movie, uh, I reference there's an author who wrote a book called the uh American Genocide. And what you'll find in the in the first part, the first movie, is that um there were a ton of Tartarians still here uh in the United States, and when they this was I'm talking like 15 to 16, I would say it ended around 17. 50 if i'm correct okay so like Um, the west
1: coast was a very developed civilization of tartarian people at that point absolutely
0: yeah absolutely and so what they got us to believe is that native american indians were here when in actuality those are tartarians and they also got us to believe that the african slave trade um all the africans that came from africa if you add up all the numbers and the boats that they use to transport and you go and check out the logs that are accessible still to this, to this day, it doesn't make sense. So how
1: does it not make sense? What is the discrepancy?
0: They claim the number of, of Africans that came over doesn't match the capacity of the ship's occupancy for, and if you, if you, tried to match up the number with the ships that means the ships would have been going uh and far longer than they did and they would have needed way more ships
1: so basically there were already africans here people who had dark skin they weren't even africans maybe they were tartarians exactly interesting
0: yeah 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 and that, that's kind of, that's one of the big shockers in this first part. Next to, I introduced Anatoly Fomenko, who goes over a lot of how his team developed this pretty wild theory, and not just out of thin air. They Is he really in did the film?
1: Well, I don't mean to but he's actually in this, the film?
0: No, it's just me presenting him and his work. Okay. And, uh, okay. Because he's and pretty, pretty cool amazing. But keep going. Yeah, he is phenomenal. And if no one's heard of him yet, he's pretty much saying all of written history uh, has been manufactured since uh, around, I think he says, 1200 AD. That means everything before that was a lie and that they wrote it after that time. And that pretty much throws a whole wrench in all of history that we know. He says that carbon dating and all sorts of mechanisms for dating artifacts that we find. And we say, Oh, there it's this, this old, he says, those are all incorrect. So then it makes you really wonder what it really makes sense that if they could make fake news today and have a purpose behind it, they want to control us. They're going to have an easier time making fake news of yesterday.
1: Oh yeah. History could all be made up. And, and I do want to say, um, he he brings forward proof right and you show that that makes you scratch your head and go wait a minute he everything he's saying actually makes sense here and so it brings you down different rabbit holes
0: exactly like one of the things he brings up is that um what they've noticed are patterns and um they will model specific historical um stories with kings and queens off of things that have happened more recently so it's not it's not like they're they're super creatives they're just taking what had happened and then recreating it with different names and different places and putting that in the history books so that would mean it never happened and so one of the biggest controversial uh things he brings up is that jesus was uh was, was, uh, around in the year 1200. I think he says 1250. I might be off on my numbers. And for some people that's, that's a shocker, right? Because that means like a thousand years difference. And, and.
1: So and he doesn't Jesus say Jesus won- didn't happen. He's just saying the timeline is wrong.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And, and he even has it down to the point where Jesus died on Joshua Hill. And, um, he has, um, an archetype for even who, uh, jesus was modeled after i mean if if he didn't happen yet there's there's still all these role models for it kind of puts it up in the air too because uh yeah it's 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 a hard one to swallow
1: it gets to who and why like who are doing this and why i had someone tell me and i mean let me hear your opinion on this is that the the western empires the kings and the queens of or uh, the kings i guess queens had some power but the kings they took over certain land masses in europe and they were they were only there for about 50 years and because they were there for such a short period of time they wanted to expand it and make it look like they were there for 800 mm-hmm. years so they have right to this land that's something that somebody gave me as a theory and of why and who did it
0: i could see that in the film, I bring up the Romanovs who believe they were uh, related to uh, Rome and, and all of them there. But uh, that's their claim. It might not be true, but they call themselves Romanovs based off the Roman Empire. And they're the ones responsible for pretty much putting the last nail in the coffin for the Tartarian civilization. And uh, that happened with Pugachev's Rebellion. And I think this was around, that ended around 1775. And so what happened was uh, they seized control of uh, uh, Moscow, Tartary, and that's a big, big chunk of of land. And so with that, they pretty much had the upper hand and realized that there were Tartarians in the United States or Americas or India superior then who didn't have any governing factor. So they thought, let's let's go take over some land. And it's interesting that when they came up to divvy up land, they gave half, or actually more, to uh, uh, the United States. Started just right then after seventeen seventy six. So then it makes you wonder about the the true foundation of the U.S. as well, because um, it's what we're seeing here. The Tartarians were highly spiritual. They had a bunch of these churches that we see all around weren't really churches to them. They were healing centers. That's where you would go get tuned up with with massive frequency of sound. They had healing centers for animals, for people. People lived longer. And they had really what we would think of as wild technologies that that have been suppressed. Kind of like how Tesla is discovering a lot of things. He's rediscovering.
1: Um, so do you think they had, had, had transfer, through- I'm sorry to cut you off, but did th- you think they had advanced technology like we understand it today, or do you think their technology was more frequency based and connected to nature?
0: Uh, both, both. I th- I think their technology mm-hmm. would blow us away. Now, I don't think they would have something like the internet, but I wouldn't go as far as thinking they had some kind of telepathy happening. Nothing's been said about that. That's just my theory but um, the way they could transfer energy wirelessly made it made it a world of difference. And, and that's kind of what's happening in part two of, of, of the Tartaria series for me. And that's this month, it's, it's August 1st. So that's what I'm making this month. And uh, it's called Remnant Power. So I'm, I'm basically going over how power moved uh, from one to the other, and then also the technology, what technologies were prominent, and then, um, and then which ones were suppressed? It, it, we would be living right now with free electricity. And it seems like the ones who took over found a way to continue slavery. And that was to ch- get us to chase the basic needs of man, uh, energy, food, uh, uh, medicine. They They took all that. They hijacked all that. It's pretty evil and it sucks, but it seems like we're heading into the the pendulum swinging the other way. Um, When the Romanovs took over, they lasted 100 years and then it was over. The Bolsheviks uh, ended up taking them out. And so it's it's almost really like Game of Thrones. And what's weird is in Game of Thrones, you have like uh, the Targaryens. I think, I think George R. R. Martin knew what he was doing. He was talking about Tartarians, and he just replaced one letter. Because they have giants in there in that series. They have dragons. They do have a wall, an ice wall. So the Tartarians believed the earth was flat. And so that's that's something I, I do. I believe in it. I've done so much research on it that uh, I used to never want to be a flat earther. And some people don't like the word flat. Who well, knows? It I- might be common. It might have a dome, which I think, but I, I think a, think a lot of
1: people have a problem with it. And I'm going to tell you why I struggle with it is because I know that there's some science that doesn't match up to there's questions here on whether what whether that because when you're talking about um, radio waves and you're talking about um, telecommunications, they have to have repeaters um, every so often because of the curvature of the earth. And so that, that's the, that's what they say. And that's what the The science says. So that, that confuses me on how, and that's my background. So I, that's where I stumble and go, wait a minute, guys, there might be some issues here, but I, I'm, you got to get over some of these things too.
0: Yeah. Flat Earth Dave, if anyone's ever on the, on the fence about it, there's a guy named Flat Earth Dave and he, he can make you into one. He can like, he yeah, but knows
1: has he, in, ha, has he tackled some of those issues?
0: He's I mean, how do all. you
1: tackle the radio waves and you know, the, the, the Talk waves. To him.
0: Okay. I, I don't, I don't have an answer for that, but that's why okay. I bring him up. He's okay. That's fair. That's fair. Media. Yeah. yeah. But it's good. If, People can look
1: at everything and then figure things out for themselves. I just think you got to look at some of that science. Like as I told, um, uh, oh, I've been telling other people this I, that I've interviewed that um, if we're in a matrix, maybe like some artificial world and and the science, uh-huh. you can have certain science. This is the only way that I can see it. And I, I can't say I'm not right on everything, but um, it, you can have like this matrix world and the science, the parameters in what was programmed doesn't necessarily match it being. It, things can be unmatched in a programmed world. And that's the only thing that makes it, if, if that makes sense to you. Like, let's say we're in a synthetic world and in the synthetic oh, yeah. world, it can be what I say and what you say at the same time.
0: Exactly. And, uh, you know, we have the firmament, the dome. Um, we both could be living a different reality at the same time. I, I, I've made movies on that. Uh, Escaping the simulation is one of them. I've made two of them. Um have can I share my website on here? Can I share my streaming service? Yeah. So what you're seeing here, this is the uh front page of good good uh it's goodline.tv. That's the website. <clears throat> on here, you'll find thousands of films that are documentaries that have to do with everything. If you go to free films and you go to Red Pill Cinema, you're gonna see thousands of films that are eye-opening. That's from like vaccines to flat earth. <clears throat> Uh, I added a January six films section. By the way, um, let's see here. Actually, um, if you go to films, you're going to see Goodline Films, and that's where you're going to get every single film I've made. And uh, then line disclosure, three hundred episodes on ton of different things. But this is where you'll find the Tartarian Empire trailer. And uh, and then you can watch the movie just by going up here and clicking Goodline Films. You can get the app. We're on the Apple and Google Google Play Store. But um, yeah, this has been a labor of love for me for the last three years, uh, 57 movies that I've made and 300 I've produced. <clears throat> but again, if you don't want to be a paying member, you can just come here and binge on all these. Uh, there's so many free films. So,
1: wow, you've um, made me... 57 films personally in three years. You have been working really yeah. hard because that's more than that's a couple a month
0: right? It, yeah, it's crazy. Um, There have been times where I've done two, three in a month. When I first started, I was on YouTube and I, I made it from 60 subscribers to 60,000 in six months. And then they fired me because uh, I was wow. too controversial. And that's when yeah. I created goodline.tv. And um, yeah, this is this has been life-changing for me because uh, I'm just combining all my talents together. I, I narrate, I edit, I... I write um you're willing use- to go
1: wherever right? I mean you're you're willing to just explore whatever subject line there is that fascinates you that's just out there.
0: Yes, exactly. Here are our prices. Right now we have a 40% off all month So you can uh it's Birthday Boy in capital letters. You'll see that on the front on the front page. You'll see the uh, the sale but yeah, I'm willing to dive into anything that truly interests me like um the the I'd say one of my my second favorite film that I made is, is about Paul McCartney and the and the the possibility that he died in 1966. When I first heard that theory, I thought, man, that's crazy. I don't believe this. Same thing with Flat Earth. I just thought, man, that's crazy. I'm, well, how, to where,
1: what is it with Paul McCartney? How, how did you, what is some uh, we got to get back to Tartaria, but let's <laughs> talk about Paul McCartney. Why do you think, so you think that the person walking around is Paul McCartney is yeah, not Paul McCartney? Paul not. McCartney?
0: Billy Shears uh, is, is who that would be. And um, so the film I made is about, I think an hour and a half. And it's, it's so great because it, it could, it could really turn you into a believer of this theory. So enter in with caution. Um, The reason why is uh, there, there's, there's a lot of angles here. Uh, One of them is that you have, um, let's start with the photographer. The Beatles photographer has come forward and he's, he's in the film shown talking and, and saying exactly what I'm telling you that Paul died in 1966 and that it was in a car accident. It was unplanned, and the, the event shocked everyone so much. If you look back in the papers, their manager, Brian Epstein, uh, ended up checking into a, a mental hospital around that time. It was actually, I think, September 11th, uh, 1966. Could have been that date exactly. And then what you realize with the Beatles after that is they aren't dressed the same anymore. It's almost like something happened. Um, and it, I think they introduced the Beatles together back maybe four months after, and there's uh speculation. They had a, a Paul McCartney lookalike contest, and then they chose the best one, but everybody could tell back then they didn't have the internet, but people were calling in to radio stations and saying, that's not, that's not Paul McCartney. His face was thinner. And so when you start looking at photos too, you can see how different they are. And then you go, why? Why would they do that? Same thing with Flat Earth. Why would they do that? With Paul McCartney, it it ties in with the Tavistock Institute and how you can pretty much do a psychological operation on the public to get them to sway toward a belief that they want people to to invest in. So with Paul, uh, when you study the revival and it's Billy Shear's the first time he's on TV, he's telling everybody to basically do what you want, to 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 not hurt anybody, but do what you want. Kind of at the beginning of the summer of love, um, and and then recently I I was I, I found out that that whole psyop was because the anti-war movement used to have a ton of people in suits uh, saying, hey, no war, no war at all, and they wanted to create this hippie kind of division have a a group of people that society did not associate with and have them say we're anti-war so that those who would go vote for war would say I don't wanna be a hippie, let's go to war. Could very well be uh, because
1: that's another rabbit hole I could make a film on. Are you ready to stop funding globalists? Ready to ditch the big box stores and finally buy clean products you can trust that are actually good for you and made in America? If you are, I have an exciting program for you, the Freedom Buying Club. You can buy everyday products from cleaning supplies that detox your home to fluoride free toothpaste you can trust delivered right to your door. They also have my favorite product, the highest quality USDA prime beef without hormones and antibiotic free from cows raised humanely in the pasture without mRNA vaccines. You can trust what you're buying. And their size and just what you need, convenient packs delivered right to your door. No more wasting meat when you're forced to purchase your own cow from the ranch in order to get anything close to what I just described. If you are interested in helping your family get healthier while supporting American Made, go to freedombuyingclub.com. Sign up to speak with a representative and they will explain the entire opportunity. And remember, freedombuyingclub.com.
0: That's well, just a little bit of it. The, that's the fascinating. Maybe,
1: the... maybe we'll talk about yeah. a couple of the other films, because this is just fascinating. If you're a conspiracy theorist, uh, see the thing is, there's a lot of conspiracies that are true, or there's elements of it that's true, or there's something, you know, around that. And so that's yeah. why people really love diving into these things, because you learn, it kind of it just it shocks you. i got to ask you, what do you think of uh, um, Alex Jones being Bill Hicks?
0: Oh no, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. I've seen some younger pictures of Alex Jones when he was pretty buff, and uh, back then they just didn't they didn't sink. But I, I see a lot of people doing this, trying to connect certain people to others. The and sometimes it's ridiculous, like like Donald Trump and Elvis. Oh
1: Come wow, on, that's silly. Yeah.
0: Come on, people. <laughs> I know <laughs>
1: the, the Alex Jones and Bill Hicks though. When you when you look at some of those, you know, with the teeth and the, and, and there's a clip, unless it's a deep fake, there's a clip of Alex of Bill Hicks playing a character that he named Alex Jones as a news anchor back before Whoa. he died. That to me was like, wait a minute. <laughs> See,
0: that's juicy. That's juicy. I, I would dive into that. So like uh, the Paul McCartney film I made is, is part of a series called still alive and, um, the first episode was uh could have been a, a navy navy team seal 6 uh, uh person who came out of a, like a, a amnesia and did this video and everyone was wondering who's that person some people thought it was um Superman Christopher uh what's that guy uh who played Superman back in the Christopher 70s Christopher Reeves Christopher Reeves that's who I thought it was but anyway that's that, this is the uh, series still alive and I would investigate this bill hicks thing a little bit more and and see if i can weave that into the series um one of the craziest ones i've seen that i I really want to make a film about is michael jackson possibly still being alive um and dave Dave. have you ever seen dave dave
1: yeah there's a guy that comes on and is his friend best friend and people think it's really michael jackson
0: I used to think that was ridiculous too, but the thing is, the uh, it's like the theater. You got to pay attention to when Dave-Dave came on the scene. It was on Larry King, and it was very strange to give Dave-Dave the mic and let him vent about his father so much. When you watch that Dave-Dave interview and you think, what if that is Michael? Because they really have similar eyes. Michael loved doing uh, disguises, and the, there is this pitch in the voice, a softness that is kind of like Michael. And then there are moments in the conversation that are almost directly geared to uh, Joe Jackson, Michael Jackson's dad, <clears throat> but it's not directly. So when you're reading in between the lines, it, it feels so real. And it, it may be an industry out there. Um, when you are in fear of your life, it's not illegal in most places to fake your death. I know for a fact you can do it in Utah, and uh, it might have been Arizona, actually, and and that's where Tupac died, and that's where the Tupac theory uh, has also manifested, people thinking that he staged his death so that people wouldn't kill him. So where would they go? Where would they live if they staged your death? That's another question. They could possibly – there might be underground cities we don't know about. Why does Elon <laughs> Musk have – Elon Musk has the boring company where he's boring miles circumference circle uh, wide into the, into the ground underneath yeah for for tunnels and stuff and and for for Tesla uh, speedways or whatever but it's very possible that he could be creating massive chunks of space to live I, I just don't know. Have you well, ever seen subtrapolis?
1: Regardless, there are ma- there are cities underground. That is there's pictures of it. There's proven my dad used to be the um, head of the corps of engineers for um the whole Midwest section. And he told me personally that they're under what was it? Wow. Under the New Orleans area, I think it was, that there are a whole city under like almost a whole city kind of situation under there. He that's what he told me. It. So I believe yeah. that there's probably more than that. Oh yeah. Regardless, just base baseline.
0: Right? They have subtropolis too. If you go online, you, you research subtropolis, you can see where these trucks all of a sudden, it's like the uh trucks you see transporting goods on the freeway. Well, they have a route where they go into subtropolis and they go way down underground, and not not everyone's allowed to go. So uh what do they know? I really do think we might be the ants on the on the crust, and they might be having great parties down there. We
1: know you it. So? this <laughs> is really a fascinating discussion i don't know what people believe but this is fascinating question for you what do you think of prince did he die
0: prince i i, I played prince this morning uh i haven't got too much into
1: you i don't have any information yes,
0: i i think yes and he was killed i think yeah he was that,
1: that i killed. think yeah
0: yeah but then you have some situations like Kobe Bryant and how everything was just didn't add up with the helicopter pilot and the the clouds. And he's in this he was in this lawsuit with Big Pharma over uh, Black Mamba, the, the name he had. And it's possible he may have gotten wind that, you know, they were going to kill him for it. So what if they staged their death? When people have millions and millions and millions, there are companies out there that we don't know about. Only they will know about. And those companies might be, hey, you need to die for a specific reason. Well, we got a package here where you can live and keep going. It's possible. <laughs> it's possible. Okay.
1: <laughs> this is, this is, okay. So what other fascinating movie have you done? And then I want to ask a couple more questions about Tartaria, but what other Ooh. fascinating that might kind of blow people away?
0: A lot of people loved escaping the simulation. It's not too dark. A lot of the purview woods are dark. Like the purview wood oprah, sure. you're going to learn about how, you know, John of God and the farming of women and children. But um, escaping the simulation gets you to really wonder if we're in one. And if all these very respectable people are saying that the chances are we are, then you really start to scratch your head. And well,
1: the thing is, before we get into that, I, the technology I can now that we've gotten so far with technology now we can see how we could be in one cuz you could like you can put yourself at Mars by just implanting a chip and making having a camera at Mars and then you're like you're seeing it yourself and then if you're in kind of like a suit you could feel everything yourself and you wouldn't know the difference. So th- we have enough technology now to say wait a minute we're not we we're not that far off from being able to create an illusion like that just with our real minimal technology so that's why people who are more on the cutting edge can start to see how this could be true
0: absolutely yeah and, and there's like a blend of of all that in escaping the simulation too um that's the sentient world simulation what is the sentient world simulation this this is like a horror movie that i made it, it, this was the first movie that people were scared um most of my movies are in 432 hertz So it's different than 440 hertz, which was Rockefeller designed. Um, It brings anxiety and tenseness. 432 is more of a ha to your heart and to your ears. And so my voice is in that as well. But escaping the simulation too. um, So with quantum computers, they have created basically like a sim world where they could place all of us in it. All the companies that we um, have ever agreed to their terms and conditions, we probably allowed for them to send information to this sentient world simulation. So there's a nick in this simulation based off of my purchases, my searches on Google, um, even my phone like uh, directions where the GPS has been going around. It then predicts what I'm going to do tomorrow. So it can know about all of us and, and use AI to its best ability to predict what we're going to do the next day, which is like pretty nuts. And, and here's where it gets pretty crazy. Um, they, This is not sci-fi, this is legit. There's this thing called smart dust. Smart dust is basically, you know, dust, you can't see it, it's so tiny. Imagine if you had a, a, a massive computer that you blew to smithereens, but it still worked and all those little pieces of dust were in the atmosphere and people could breathe it in and it would go into your bloodstream. And it could pick up on what you're feeling, what you're thinking, even. That's this is where it gets crazy, right? But if if you go research smart dust, you'll see it's actually a thing. So if if that is what we're breathing and they're actually processing that data, then they have a really good simulation of the world already. And, and the next step further where it gets even crazier is um, almost like black magic. And uh, if anyone out there is uh, familiar with scalar energy, which is kind of like Tartaria um, methods of, of healing, scalars, quantum, um, they, they can do something to you in that simulation and have it affect you in the real world. And that's where it gets bizarre because if that's the case, well, holy smokes, who's in charge of that simulation and hopefully it stays in the, in the right hands. So that, that's a scary movie. Probably my only scary movie. Um,
1: well, and it's creative yeah. too. I mean, cause you're taking these ideas and you're, you're, you're saying what could happen or what it could be um, based on, cause you have to be pretty creative to do what you're doing. I mean, cause your mind is able to see beyond just the, the bricks here that we're seeing and what somebody could do with the technology
0: yeah 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 and uh documentaries aren't always going to be what i do like um i i'm a huge fan of black mirror and uh the future for me i'm going to be creating almost like a conspiracy fiction series where uh you're going to see a lot of the black mirror um mind-blowing episode type themes yep. but with conspiracy theories. And to to bring those to light, so people can question them. But um,
1: isn't that what a lot of the Hollywood movies are? Is or some of them? I mean, that's mm -hmm. sci-fi. Is that they take what could be real and then they put a fictional story around it and then extrapolate on it?
0: Yeah, there's there's some theories out there that um, Trump is still president. There's um, uh, if you um, Derek Johnson goes around. Often, and he's former military, so he's been reading a lot of the uh, military uh, executive orders that Trump made when he was president. And it's not it's not easy to read them. So if you have someone who's familiar with them and then kind of walks you through, you're going to understand that there was all these executive orders put in place when Trump was president to uh, allow him to basically uh, take the United States government like a like a football And protect it and only have a few people around it because they uh, caught wind that there were uh, enemies that were domestic trying to take over the United States, Chinese, the uh, city of London, the crown.
1: uh, You're such a great person. I can tell your heart's in the right place. You're doing all this stuff. You're exposing Mm -hmm. all this stuff and nobody really knows the truth and it just the fact that you're going there I I just want to applaud you for one thing and also I'm with you and hoping this all ends up being this this whole theater and drama ends up being good but I know I don't I'm not all that
0: are we dead otherwise like if it doesn't pan out well are, are they just gonna refresh like with the Tartarians you know are they just gonna hit reset I I really hope not, but maybe we're nothing to them. You know, if they're living under in underground cities and we're just the overgrowing population, do they do this reset every now and then? And it's like, damn it. I really hope not. Um, But if it is, they're doing a great job at making us believe that there's a hero. Yeah. That would just suck.
1: Wouldn't that be awful. That's why I'm saying, that's why I said earlier that I would they become what they are because that is what I'm talking about, that that they would be making people believe that there's a hero. So you stand down, you don't do anything. You just go along with it and you're appeased. And that's what I mean. It's more, they become as evil as the people that are, they are as evil as the people doing that, if they're part of some plan like that.
0: Yeah. And like Anatoly Fomenko picking out how history has just been made off of things that happened and they just changed the colors and the names it's, it's almost like the same playbook. Let's just take the Bolshevik revolution uh, and, and do exactly what we did then. Um, and and it's 100 years ago. No one's going to remember what they even ate yesterday. So let's just bring this back. I don't Basically, know if they, right. they should have thought we would research into it. But yeah, I, <laughs> well, re- I at, really hope that's not the case. Yeah. But look at
1: how much they lied just to our... Okay, let's look at CO2 being the reason why that we're going to die in 10 years. <laughs> when it's plant food... <laughs> And if we get reduce the CO two levels, plants don't have enough food, and then we won't get the oxygen from it. They're able to sell something that stupid to the <laughs> average. Yeah, we have issues with pollution. We have issues with species is going extinct. We have all these real issues. They're not focusing on that. They're focusing mm-hmm. on CO two, which is the stupid. If they can convince whole segments of the population that we need to reduce our CO two, they can do anything.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, it's the quote is like 70% of people are followers, 25% are leaders and 5% are observers. I feel like you and I and everyone who's watching right now are, are the observers. And I think it's getting to a point where there are more observers than leaders, the leaders are starting to look crazy. And, and they are freaking out, because if there are more of us, the, the followers are going to choose us. And they're not going to follow the leader anymore, that leader. They're going to follow the new ones. And I think that's what this great awakening could be, is that um, a slow awakening towards all those people we thought would never, they are. There are people who are waking up to Joe Biden and all this weirdness that's going on. I hope that is the plan, this seven-year plan. Derek Johnson is saying, I don't know, there's so many uh, holes in his his thing too. It's just, uh, could why would he create Zion. this? He whole- be a
1: I mean, he, he well could. could be a, si- a paid Saya. Si-
0: yeah, he doesn't have comments. Like you can't speak or comment on his stuff. Why not? Why? Um, damn, that's a, that's, a, that's a good one right there. That would suck.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I can see that. Well, okay. So what is your next Tartarian episode going to be? It's going to be on the technology. What is, okay. It's going to be on the technology. What are some of the future episodes going to be?
0: Future episodes. So let's see here. The one I do after this one, I'm really excited to do. I don't have a title for it yet, but it has to do with discoveries of uh, massive, massive tree stomps that are actually like people think are mountains. Um, the Grand Canyon in the U.S. actually having a bunch of um, Egyptian hieroglyphics and, and caves that are actually um uh protected by fbi agents like you can't yeah in there.
1: that's interesting yeah,
0: yeah like how the about the real-
1: smithsonian getting rid of bones and stuff and hiding artifacts
0: yeah there's this now i want to find the actual supreme court case but right now it's just word on every street regarding tartaria is that there was a lawsuit the smithsonian was suing uh, whoever for defamation and they had this lawsuit happen and I think it even made it to the Supreme Court and what happened was in the middle of of this this suit um, they brought out a femur bone that came from uh, someone who actually stole it while they worked there at the Smithsonian I think they stole it in the 30s and the femur bone is of a, a human but it's just way too huge and according to what I've read The Supreme Court said, hey, Smithsonian, you're going to have to disclose what you've been up to, what you've been doing. Now, I don't know if that means they got to do it every year. Maybe they just did it in a small section of a newspaper and then nobody actually got the update. But that is a story that I'll be telling in in that movie. Um, People might think giants, seriously? Well, they say back, back, back um, in, in the day our Earth was more silicon based than carbon. And if that's the case, well, it, maybe it's carbon-based now because they cut down all these massive trees. Um, oh,
1: clue interesting. There's some tips. Of,
0: yeah, like the book of Enoch talks about how these people came over and taught Enoch how to cut down these massive, massive, massive trees. Um, but when you have a silicon-based world, things grow massive, and you can live way longer. So maybe that's where the biblical ages of a, like a 1,000 years old comes from. So uh yeah that third movie is going to have some some more of the interesting like uh conspiracies surrounding this whole thing.
1: Yeah. Well, conspiracies are so interesting and the re- I think they are because it gives you some things to you know go in rabbit holes and figure things out and like I said earlier conspiracies end up being there's grains of truth to to all this and some of it ends up being totally true some of it just means partially true And you got to weed through it all.
0: Yeah. And it's such a crazy world. If you go out in the public and say anything, you're going to have half and half. Half people love it. Half people hate it. There's going to be a disagreement. So it's really up to you as a person to go and do the research yourself and, and find answers for yourself because it's, you can always hear it from somebody and think it's true or not, but going in and trying to find, that's basically what I, what I do a lot. I try and get to the bottom of a topic and get every single perspective that there's been and then I'm able to say okay it's real or it's bullshit like like celebrity cloning is a movie I made I used to also think celebrity I thought cloning cloning for reals like how could they do that then I started researching and I thought oh gosh man this could actually be a reality like they could actually already be doing this what is this Japan has the biggest most advanced cloning facilities
1: what but but, okay with cloning here's the thing you can you could probably clone somebody but they still have to grow from from childhood i think you have to grow them into you have to can ex can you accelerate the growth to an adult
0: there's like a two different type and um his name his name is donald marshall who talks about it but this guy could be a complete phony um but he talks about these two different types of cloning um one of them would be like all right, we got Nick's DNA. We can make it exactly like he is right now. Yeah, you or can do that. And we can and you create a Nick baby embryo
1: baby. with exactly your DNA, and it'd really just be your twin.
0: Exactly. And then I learned this thing. I don't. No one's ever proven this wrong, but this is a weird theory. Um, Epstein Island was uh, l- less of a of a of a pedo hub. But it still was but more of a DNA sample collecting hub. And they just understood that there were certain people of high class, not class, just their trash really, but of, of high caliber money, whatever, who preferred children. So they had children there as uh, whatever sexual uh, offerings to them so that they could collect their DNA. And, and, and then if they stepped out of line ever, they could swap them. And then that's like, that could be a whole series in itself. If you look at Kanye now, and then Jamie Foxx, it's all like the the juiciest stuff that the conspiracy theorists talk about. Who knows, man. Yeah. See, that's I, actually I think,
1: uh, you know, being a technology background, you know, that's, I really look at it from the tech. Obviously they could take right now, they have the technology to take our DNA, create a clone of me, which is essentially a twin and then grow yeah. it. Right. That's, that is called cloning. It's, or twinning or whatever you want to call it, but it's cloning. But then the take me, grow me quickly into an adult. And then you could feasibly take my brain waves and then plant that memories in somebody. And so they have memories of something. So you could do that to somebody and make them feel like they're the same, but I don't think they can get a clone. There's two things that are a problem with this. They, they don't know how to create the soul spark. Like they've been able to grow uh, humans to the point, but they can't, they can't make them live. You know what I mean? They can't, right. they, they can't cross that barrier of that life. Whereas if you take a, a embryo that's already fertilized and then give them my DNA, that's twinning and they can do that. But without doing that and then growing them to adult within a period of a year to and then feeding them my memories, they can't get that one to live because it yeah. doesn't, they, they can't, they don't know how to go around the, the natural process of us growing into a person.
0: Exactly. Yeah. How do you clone soul? That's, that's something that I think when people think of cloning, it's like, well, how do you do that? How do you transfer soul like the consciousness that, 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 yeah. I, they,
1: I mean, they have to have a fertilized egg that they can't get around that. And then if you have a fertilized egg that you start with, how do they get it to grow rapidly? They can't get around all that. Right. And if that's my, could, my, my research up. has shown, but Hey, anything be possible. I guess.
0: Yeah. That's the thing, you know, the truth is stranger than fiction. After everything I've learned, it makes me realize like, you know, it, I can't ever be too certain about anything. I can have a nice position that has some good backing to it. But even then, some of that backing might have been trickery. So I I would never know. And I hope there is a day where a lot of these things get known. But, you know, I think 9-11, for example, will forever be a debate. You know, I don't know if it'll ever be official of of what, what happened. And that's the crazy thing. Is that there's that much power in the world that they could do something that massive and it's just never going to be clean on the record. But everyone knows.
1: Well, hiding Tartaria is, I mean, because they could change the history. That's all very possible. We could see all of that. Now, I know somebody who grew up in Romania and she told me that when she was in high school, she learned about Tartaria.
0: That's bad. That was just part yes. of
1: their curriculum.
0: Yeah. And now it's not, it's like, they're, they're keeping it from everyone. Tartaria. It's just, it's what I like to do now is this. I like to go around. Um, I moved to another city and um, I'm in Nashville and I was looking around at all the, if you, if you're in any kind of big city near you, look for the federal buildings, buildings, such as a federal library, let's say a museum, a jail, um, a post office, even and um, churches, those are all remnants, capital buildings even, are, those are remnants of Tartaria. It's, it's almost like they came, took over, and they're like, wow, these buildings are so magical. Let's make sure no one else actually gets to investigate what was going on here. So we're going to take them.
1: And they don't make any new buildings. Obviously, we have a different whole architecture style now, but those buildings were only from a certain period, and then that's done.
0: Yeah, Exactly. The cathedrals that they did could have been built with giant assistants. Um, There's a lot of technology I'll talk about in the next film that, that goes with these cathedrals with their spiky pointy tops and how the ether at a certain uh, level uh, altitude actually has conductivity to it. There's energy you can just extract from the sky. And that's probably the biggest uh secret it's almost like the ocean they didn't want us to have that much resource of free energy and and that's how they've kept us enslaved they were almost uh, stuck in our first few chakras where oh, i gotta survive i gotta i gotta make money that wasn't how the world was for tartarians it, it wasn't i gotta survive i gotta make money they were living in tune with the earth they had uh, a deep spiritual sense on this planet And it seems like now we're just in this crazy monopoly game that some really evil people wanted to be bosses of. That's what it feels like, you know, like even becoming an American citizen, we didn't get that choice when we were born here. If you were born here, um, like uh, you can become a sovereign citizen and actually bow out of this American citizenship and you can become an American national of, of the state you live in. And what does that mean? You're like almost a diplomat, like, if you get pulled over and they ask for your driver's license and you show them your uh, your your national your state national card, they're going to get a message on their screen saying do not detain because that's money. Um you could sue them for touching you. And if you get taken to jail, you can sue them and you will win. Um so they don't even mess with you cuz it's a whole different set of laws. If you do it
1: right and you understand it, Part of me thinks that they, because so many people in the system don't don't understand, it. a lot of people who are doing those things are being imprisoned and jailed and everything else. And I think it's, uh, when it comes to war, they don't, they don't list, they don't um, acknowledge any of that. So um, I think you have to be careful because I cover that a lot in my show. I've had a lot of people and I, and I think you have to be really careful how you do that stuff because. Yeah, you do. Uh, Yeah.
0: You'll go to jail for a long time. I almost became sovereign as I was dealing with the J6 stuff. And I had some people guide me, but thankfully it didn't happen. Well, Um, it's not necessarily bad.
1: I mean, but did those people, people who followed it get in trouble? Go ahead.
0: No, this guy actually, um, he was a Swiss banker. And then when he was in jail, he realized what sovereignty was and actually became sovereign from jail. took him nine years, but eventually the prison um, ward walked him out when he gave him his papers. So that guy was coaching me and he was, and and then even in the sovereign community, you got left and right. People are saying, don't listen to her. Don't listen to him. So then you're like, Oh gosh. And then when you do become it and you want to take money out from your estate or from uh, your treasure treasury, uh, that's where people mess up. They'll, they'll think that because they're sovereign, they can take money out of that guys. And then you're in jail for 20 years. And so it, I do get a little afraid. I'm glad I didn't do it then because I don't know what wild card they have, you know. Well, unless and- you know
1: all the details, you can really walk into a pitfall. And they they're waiting, salivating to nail people like that right now. So you have oh. to really know what you're doing. Um, yeah. Not that I I think there's something really behind all that. Um, I've done enough mm-hmm. research to know that this is there's some this is a legit thing. But all the groups fight with each other. And I don't know if some of them are on purpose set up to fight with every and make everybody think that it's not real or that you have to be, but there are some legit groups out there that are doing it. And it is real, I think, but I don't know if I they have all everything done right. I don't know. I
0: could totally see that because that's exactly what I've seen from this perspective. It makes me afraid of even doing it. And that means they succeeded. <laughs> if there no, that's, were some. Yes,
1: that's right. Uh-huh. That's unfortunate. Yeah. Yes. Well, Okay, how can people watch your stuff again? Because fantastic what you're doing. It's very interesting. Um, And I think people will want to watch some of the stuff that they want to dive into. So where can they do it again? Just name your um, website uh and I'll put the link up there and we'll go.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's goodlion.tv. Lion like the animal. And um, if you have uh, like a smartphone and a smart TV, you can download the app. So you can just type in Good Lion TV in your Google Play or your Apple App Store. Then you can cast it onto your smart TV. I, uh, I'm i on Roku on the Burrow channel. You can find just one movie I put up on there. Um, the guys were nice and put it up on there. It's the Brunson Brothers movie. I, I went and uh, that's a that's a fairly different movie style. Most of my movies don't look like the Brunson Brothers movie. That's because I went and, and documented them in, in Utah. But if you want to get a, an idea of what it's like to watch a Good Lion film, you can you can watch that on Roku or you can just come to goodline.tv and uh, birthday boy in caps, you can get 40% off if you're going to join.
1: And do you make enough money to fund what you're doing?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You should, because you're out there doing real. I mean, you actually went to Brunson's to do that and you did those stuff. So you're actually making that an investment in this. So that's, yeah. I, I shouldn't ask you, are you making enough to do? I'm just saying, you know, this takes an investment. So the membership makes sense. I mean, you're doing a lot of work. It, it is what it is.
0: Yeah. It's, it's been uh, it's been pretty wild. Uh, ever since I got out of jail the first time is when I was basically not forced, but I really needed to charge. It used to be free and um, I was on unemployment when I started. And then I got out of jail and I realized, man, I want to keep making films. The only way I'm going to do it is if I charge. And yeah, it's been three years I've been going. Um, I've had cool partnerships with with some great researchers who have added and contributed. But right now it's just a, it's a very small team. So the future of Good Lion is is what I'm really excited about. Cause I'll be making movies like not documentaries. I'm gonna be making some some big things that uh, you'll eventually see. It's really be good fun. for you.
1: I can tell. I can tell you a very creative person. I think you could take this creativity and put it into some fascinating, outstanding <laughs> movies. So good for you. And thank you so much for joining the program. I appreciate it.
0: Thank you for having me. Loved it.